good evening, morning, afternoon, afternoon. Yeah. whatever, you know, wherever, wherever it is, you know, whenever it is. Uh, apo- apologies for our upstairs neighbors. There's a good chance you can hear them. They have lead feet uh, and or are practicing marching band tactics. We're yeah. not really sure. Marching band is sort of deep. Yeah. yeah why do yeah. we see yeah, we too, don't, too much info? We don't know. But it's a rainy afternoon. It is a rainy Tuesday. afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, back. Welcome back to the free therapy. It's two days straight of rain. Yeah. Yeah. Jay's got his hood up right now. You can tell. I've done every single podcast with my hood up. Have you really? Have you really? Yeah. I haven't um, noticed that. <laughs> Are we bad co-hosts for not yeah. not noticing that? Okay, well, I, <laughs> I, def- <laughs> I definitely remember last time you had the uh, you had the hood up, but um, I can't remember the times before that. The ones we posted, the ones we've kept every single time, I've had the hood on. This is I don't how recall. I walk around the apartment eighty percent of the time because I'm cold. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, so he looks and sounds the exact same as per usual. Yeah. I apologize for yeah. trying to make a comment Thank on that. Thank you guys for pointing me out. <laughs> that you're bad friends. Oof. <laughs> Great way to start off the pod. Great way Great to start off the pod. Great way, yeah. Friendship. So, <laughs> this broadcast, uh, podcast is brought to you by friendship. friendship. <laughs> Do you have it? Evidently, I don't. Well, that's an interesting thing to say after such a pleasant weekend we all spent together. Yeah. Uh, just a little, you know, a quick recap. I was thinking we could do at the beginning of this this podcast. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So f- what what happened Friday night? Um, Friday night, my sister came up. Yeah, my sister came Barbie up. Barbie was here. Barbie, Barbie was sweet. here. Yeah, she. Uh, we just hung out, had a, had a nice time together, played some card games. You know, generally hung yep. out. Yep. Um, Saturday. Uh, Saturday was a good day. Saturday was a very was good, a good day. day. We started off playing a little bit of tennis, having some mimosas, had a great time. Yep. Uh, it's very hard to have a bad day when the first thing you put in your body is um, <laughs> champagne and orange juice. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah. And then after that, we went to uh, went to cribs. Went to cribs. This, this episode is not sponsored by cribs. <laughs> uh, let me make that very clear. We'll just bleep out that name, call out, and pay us for that. We went to a restaurant. A mm-hmm. restaurant. And... Hold on. I'm pretty sure this right here is the microphone like this it's this right here not like the top because you're looking real quiet right now oh, okay so yeah talking to that front part um after that we hung out a little bit in the afternoon into the evening you know just sort of had a nice relaxed day you know just Alice threw some things on the grill had some beers and stuff I tried mm-hmm. to grill with them while he cooked had some good yeah. times going on, some good vibes. I mean, yeah, we gotta be right up on these mics, gentlemen. Yeah, it ain't picking you up, Jay. Like barely. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. Speaking to the front part. <laughs> you just turned it around and said, "This is the mic. Speak into this." Yeah, and then you sat back here. We're talking like this. I said, "Right." Get I've been it. leaning up on this like this whole time. Yes. You said I've been talking like this. Yeah. Which is how I've done every podcast like this. And then you said talking to this, which I started doing. And then you said talking to this. No, then so I I'm said very confused. And then I, talked to this, I thought you'd spin it around more. But it is what it is. It's fine now. Um, friendship. Do we have it? Question mark. <laughs> um, Sunday. I don't think we did anything. No. Oh, I went. Is today hiking. Monday or Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, yeah. I went hiking at Croft National Park. It was a lot longer of a walk than I wanted it to be, but it was fun. It's a pretty place. Yeah. Pretty place. Uh, I and think it's National Park, Croft State Park, State Park. And then yesterday, not much anything happened on Friday. Yesterday was just normal Monday. Yesterday I watched the whole first season of Invincible. Only eight episodes, forty-five minutes long. Top tier show. Yeah. I'd recommend it. Some of the best. I need to say TV. It's one of the best things I've ever watched in terms of plot, animation, dialogue, fights, gore, everything. It had everything I wanted, and the ending just made me go, like, what the hell? Like, wow, I need more of this. And it set it up, because, I mean, most good shows have a good season, and it's like, all right, second season is kind of dragging along. The third season is a money grab. But I think this is a... A show that has a good run to it. Invincible on Amazon Prime. It's really good. I've definitely been wanting to watch that, namely because of 
I definitely think it's a spoiler, but the meme that has come out of it with I don't know the character's name. Omni Man. Yeah. He beats like the dog crap out of his son. Um, like it's hilarious, but it's for a purpose, and if you watch it, you'll understand why. What's the meme? It's like, think about it or something like that. Yeah, like he, I can't, I can't I mean, so you don't explain have to spoil the meme it without spoiling yeah. it. Yeah, that's but right. That's all right. Essentially, his dad beats the crap out of him. Like literally, like we're not <laughs> talking about like your dad punching you in the gut. We're talking about your dad beating you two within inches of your life, and you're both superheroes and possibly immortal superheroes. And he looks at you and says, you're making me do this to you. Think, blah, blah, blah. And it's uh, like, I'm hanging on to my consciousness. And you're yelling at me that this is my fault. Come on, man. I definitely feel like there are dads and or mothers, depending on the sport. And guardians. Guardians of some kind with a similar relationship to their kids like that in like a certain sport. Like I could totally see like, you know, some 32-year-old dude like playing his 10 year old son in basketball just swatting everything being like think about it you're not playing good enough you're making me do this to you nah man it's not even that shallow it's like imagine you're 18 and your guardian is beating the crap out of you for how you turned out as a teenager (laughs) that that's like you're making me do this because of the person you are even though I crafted and kind of molded who you were this is your fault it's that deep. It's 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 really good show. Like it's I may have to give it a watch. It's it's really good. Forty five minutes an episode. Eight you, episodes. You been watching anything recently, TP? Uh yeah, I've been watching the show Billions. It's a Showtime uh, TV show. Um, well written show. Um, it's a great. It's a great show. It just sounds like, oh, what's that other show? Dynasty? No, 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 no. no. What's it about? Yeah, billions. So it it follows um, a prosecutor and a billionaire who runs a hedge fund, um, and pretty much it's just the prosecutor trying to take down the hedge fund manager, the the billionaire, um, and it's like a cat and mouse game pretty much. But what's cool is that so the prosecutor's wife works at the hedge fund as like their like therapist, and so she's like in the middle of it all, and um, there's some like weird jealousy between the husband and the billionaire and it's just like a really well written plot and so billions good show check it out on amazon prime dumb question that. dumb no. question what is a hedge fund that is a great question it's and i couldn't like really a, tell you the answer the, the way i understand it, it's a a large sum of money that someone has it's not the hedge fund managers and they manage the money in terms of like where it's invested what it's okay. used for and kind of reports back because i mean no one's a billionaire even the millionaire managing their own money so yeah honestly i am surprised that they haven't like done a little quick little rundown of what that is for the for the watchers like casually you know just kind of episode one or two like say we do this here at x <laughs> yeah. capital and yeah uh, that's what it does but yeah I mean, that's pretty much it yeah you know, which just, you can watch with only there's... common sense invincible <laughs> <laughs> that's making me think do you think it would uh benefit some shows if they had like an extra like it wasn't an episode of the show but like they had like a little extra segment or something like that that detailed a bunch of like background info explain things like an ex- to you an ex- like every, if every tv show had like an, an explain type episode that'd be great yeah that, like maybe the show's be creators or like yeah. background people did so like if you were really lost you could be like hey let me watch this and yeah. they could explain a little bit of it for well, you well to me shows that like involve occupations like that or something along the lines usually explains what's going on in some way or at least movies do because mm-hmm. i'm thinking about like the wolf on wall street where they kind of essentially explain stocks and what they That's do true. throughout the movie but like even like how to get away with murder or something like that like i guess the episode should give you enough like at least knowledge yeah. to kind of know what's going on but what and if I you're a dumb boy so yeah no who doesn't pay attention billions to like they just hop in with like super complex jargon about like finances and like the market it's just kind of so yeah if no, you're a dumb be... boy i don't think you'd find interest in watching a prosecutor try to take down the hedge fund manager <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't think, I think watching never... some people turn left at very high speeds <laughs> really. it that you know i think I, I read a stat somewhere recently that like 
at least like 15 of the top 20 most watched single sporting events in the history of like the world are NASCAR. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, their their stadiums are so big. Yeah, huge. Oh, like you mean like with a live audience in there? Yeah. Well, okay. I, think, I think total, but I think that's TV. Now that I'm thinking about TV, but okay. also because they're so long. Yeah. I wonder how they count it. Like, yeah. Just, um, yeah. Like, yeah. Clicks on it or something like that for a little bit, like at some point in TV, maybe that counts. Do you count that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you count yeah. that? How long does somebody have to watch to be considered a viewer? Uh, yeah. Right. Great with, question. With the utmost disrespect to the NASCAR community, <laughs> they essentially make a trailer park in the middle of the stadium. Yeah. So, and you just get your lawn chair and get wasted off some natties all day and watch people turn left at high speeds. I mean, who wouldn't love that? I do you think it would be advent, maybe not advantageous, but. I'm not even going to say interesting because I don't find NASCAR interesting. But I think they should have, like, some tracks where you turn left and some of them where you, you turn, turn right. right. Like yeah. that's talking Formula One <laughs> racing, huh? <laughs> that, that's such, like, an easy, like, low blow that you can take to NASCAR. And I'm not saying they need th- more things to defend them, but it's, like, how much different, okay, how much different could it make the race if you turn right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's like track. I mean, all you need to say as a track coach is turn left, come back soon. Wait, track they only turn left too, as you just said. I'm yeah. reiterating what you just yeah, said. Yeah. yeah. Why don't they turn right? Yeah. What's so hard about turning there right? There has to be some kind of like background story there from from somewhere back in right, back in the day. I'll I don't take, know. I mean, the sport is based off of bootlickers, not bootlickers, bootleggers <laughs> running from the law, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they had to turn in more directions than left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, that's true. Wait, which which sport? NASCAR. NASCAR. Really? Not track. Not track. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they would like soup up their cars, and then they would like raise them to start up in North Carolina where they were bootlegging moonshine. Huh? To run away from the law. The more you know, I had no idea that's why it started. Mm-hmm. I just thought it would. I can't say that. I know. <laughs> we know. Just continue. We, we know facts. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that's how it, how it got this thing. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I guess to the heart of the episode. Yeah. So. Uh, segue a hard segue from all of that. A uh, hard turn left. A hard, hard, hard left turn. And there's the segue. There's, hey, there's the segue. Hard left hey. turn from all of that. Uh, you've heard us talk a little bit about music these past uh, past couple of episodes, and you know we're we're not ones to shy away from potentially too philosophical or like grandiose questions about mm-hmm. the stuff that we do on a day to day basis. So something we were thinking about is. How much does personality and mood and mental like state affect music and vice versa? Like, how much does it have an influence over how we're feeling mentally, and how much do we think our mental state affects music, or some other form of that question? Jalen looks like he wants to say something. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, you can't. I don't think there's any form of music. Well, I guess you have to go into the, the philosophical question of what makes music, because I mean, it's. Is that music? Can be. I mean, if I just have a, if I have a drum and I'm just one single beat, uh-huh. do you count that as music? Because then it's like, okay, you can make music with no emotion, but I think you can't. Every form of music, no matter what type it is, how ancient or how modern it is, has elicited some type of emotion to somebody, mm-hmm. and I think emotion was poured into that in some way. In some way. Yeah. I do have a quick question to start off. I can't remember who asked me this question or if I asked the question. Would you rather be someone who can like compose music, like write incredible music, write incredible lyrics, um, like the best of all time, but you can't perform at all? Or would you like to be like the greatest performer of all time, but you can't write or compose anything yourself? I think for me, I would rather be the composer. And when you ask that question, um, someone who comes to mind is Kirk Franklin, great composer. Um, he can, yes, he can, you know, he can put on good, good shows. Are you with me? And, uh, <laughs> concerts, but his art is the composition, the composition of the music. Um, and so, I think for me, for me personally, knowing myself pretty well, I would say that I would rather be the composer and not the one who is actually singing or. Or doing the art on stage so yeah do you think maybe some of that comes from having not like you yourself don't really have a performance background so maybe you don't know how it is to express yourself in that way like you're more on the writing side no well so i mean i i, I played 
um, piano when I was younger, violin, okay. viola. So I mean, I I've done that before, okay. but I just think I'd rather I'd rather um, be behind the scenes more so and okay. and write the music um, and see someone else play it well as opposed to me doing it. So okay, uh, yeah. yeah. What do you think, Jay? I don't know. It's a tough question because I mean, there's I'm sure there's nothing that tops hearing thousands, hundreds of thousands of people coming to see you, a mm-hmm. paying to see you, and then enthusiastically shouting lyrics back at you while you're performing. Like I'm sure like there's nothing that beats that feeling. However, at the same time, they're not singing your lyrics back at you. That's true. So I mean it's tough. I mean, you get do I want do y'all want the clout and or do I want the credit? Because, I mean, music writers still, composers still get the credit for music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, most people aren't going to look back at, oh, he wrote this song, he composed this song. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it's, it's tough. But, like, days I would want to be able to perform in front of a lot of people and hear people yelling my name and excited to see me. And on days, you know, I would just want to be able to, you know, say humbly, I wrote that or, like, mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, can go, I can go back and forth. What's your answer? I don't know. I've, I've gone back and forth on it. I think initially I said that I'd like to be the composer, but I'm thinking now playing instruments means a lot to me. It keeps me, I don't know, like it keeps keeps your fingers sharp, you know, keeps your mind sharp, even if you're just rehearsing stuff that other people wrote. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I, I get a lot of joy out of that. It's a big stress reliever for me personally. Um, and I don't know. I like creating stuff as well. Like I like being able to write, uh, but like, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd I think I'd choose performer, but like either either one would be okay with me. I think but I'd choose wait, performer. But wait. If you're the composer or the writer, do you get those royalties and like all that stuff versus I mean, you're the performer, you just get paid for the performance. So I feel like it, yeah, in, in the end the game the money is longer for the composer. It is, yeah. If Actually, I wrote, yeah. It sounds it's great to be king for the Lion King. I'm paid yearly and that song is a cinematic I, like I think a lot of stuff I've watched some documentaries about bands recently a lot of the money comes from the performances mm. so oh, it yeah. is it isn't all, unless you're like the biggest band like most of your money isn't going to come from royalties yeah. well I'm well, I'm thinking more along the lines of getting paid millions here oh or over the, long, the length yeah, in the oh, long I run, you end up making more money and I'm not thinking about a label because I mean yeah. as an artist I get the the label makes the money off of your streams and music sales, and you make the money off of performing if you don't own your music. So I'm thinking if I'm the composer or the writer, I own the music, mm-hmm. and I might or I might sell a song to an artist or something mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, it depends because as an artist, you also you also find yourself into that gap of what happens if. I'm performing, and then this composer, this lyricist, whoever, ends up making some very poor life decisions. Like, I mean, that's true. Then you're R. Kelly wrote a lot of music, but look where he's at now, and the people that performed all those songs have had to backtrack off of those songs and mm-hmm. all those things. So, I mean, it's a there. There obviously as life, there there's pros and cons to each situation. Mm-hmm. I just definitely think it's a an interesting question but going going back to the the mental health stuff i think uh, maybe a good way to start this would be like as we discussed last last episode we've all gone through significant mental health you know bouts over this past year have you seen not significant but like have you seen your choice your preference in music or the way that you interact with music change a little bit throughout the past year uh for me personally I would say no, although I think I have grown to appreciate music more, um, but not because of COVID per se. I think I've 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 just grown to to like and try to understand. I guess the layers of songs, and so you know, mm-hmm. not With, just the lyrics. Ignoring the COVID context, yeah. just like your life experience, just yeah. like in your life, so yeah. Do you see it that you view it now as you're older differently or interact with it differently? Uh, yes, yes is the is the um, answer there. Um, but yeah, just I guess for for me personally, like just kind of taking in the the 
holistic view of the song mm-hmm. um, has been where I've grown, I guess, with my music listening. So, now, Do you find yourself as a passive or an active listener? I'm definitely more of a passive listener, I think, usually. Okay. Do, uh, you, but I, do you think you're more active? Because you said you're appreciating like layers. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Do you think you're growing into being more of an active Active, listener? yeah, for sure. Now, for was sure. that a conscious yeah. decision or something that you think has just happened? I think it's just happening. Okay. I think as I'm... <laughs> aging um yeah. i'm just like growing to, old as hell boy <laughs> i'm just i'm just growing to Tars is the oldest of all of us to, by a long <laughs> shot <laughs> i'm just growing to to like the smaller minor things when it comes to just living so mm. that includes my music listening preferences as well so yeah it's your jordan yeah. year what it's your jordan year it is my jordan year yeah yeah that's true yeah all of ours yeah, you're right. Yeah, first. yeah yours first. I'm the youngest. I the reason I had those quick fire like questions yeah. and quick because I've noticed a change in myself, very similar to that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I definitely was a really passive listener, yeah, for a really long time. Uh, but I think, I think maybe COVID, like having all the like the stress related to COVID and like applying to med school and all that stuff, kind of like forced me to change a little bit like i was seeking and like not being able to talk to you guys as much like i was kind of i've always been into music but like i haven't um i, I think i looked to it more for de-stressing over this past year and i found myself like really getting into a lot more different kinds of music it's like really branching out a little bit more and trying yeah. to appreciate it more actually listening to lyrics um i started instead of making as many playlists as i used to i'll like just see an album and just like listen to it all the way through just to like see what's going on but definitely trying to be more conscientious and active in my listening is something that i think has come from a place of needing more ways to de-stress because like if you kind of put yourself into that it also is with like i don't know, like running and stuff like that like if you just put on some music and you just kind of sink yourself into that you know you kind of forget about the running stuff mm-hmm. or like you kind of you know they can help you forget about oh, you know, 2,000 people died today from COVID. It's like, yeah. I think that was part of what made me do it. But I definitely have also found myself active, more actively listening in the past yeah. year or so. It's nice. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of that change for sure. Yeah. I would say I'm not either an active or a passive a music listener. Mm-hmm. Depends on AMI mood and it depends on an artist. There are rappers that I listen to what they're saying then there are rappers that sound really good with the producers that they are producing their music. So I will put it on and do something, but I'm not listening to it. I like the way it makes me feel. Like, for example, Gunna, he's a rapper. I like his voice, I like his flow, I like how he delivers things. But I don't necessarily listen to what he has to say. I just like the way he sounds and his music, his sound. Mm-hmm. But like, I listen to old Lil Wayne and like, a lot because he's one of the best rappers ever to me in his wordplay and how he does things. I mean, there are metaphors and things that he used now to the to this day that I'm wake up, I'll be like, oh, that's what he meant. Like that's what he's saying. And I mean, you have other rappers that are lyricists, but I mean, I break it off with rap because I mean that's the first genre of music I really like, really listen to. Like, um, me and my dad built a computer when I was I don't know maybe like seven or eight. And I used to like make playlists and burn music off of it. Um, shout out LimeWire. Shout uh-huh. out LimeWire. Uh, gave my computer so many mad viruses. viruses. <laughs> now, did you use what? LimeWire to download LimeWire Pro, which is something you could do? <laughs> no. Did you? Seven yeah. or eight <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> I was seven or eight years old, man. Apparently, Catch. They, uh, I think it's called, I think the abbreviation is RIA, but it's like recording something, but they were like, I can't remember if it was users of Napster, Kazaa, or LimeWire, but because they kept trying to sue like LimeWire and all these people who were like allowing people to download music for free, and they just weren't, they just couldn't mm-hmm. sue them, they just started like suing like users for like hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars, so for legal purposes, I never used LimeWire, I don't know what it is. I'll just say, where's the proof that I use LimeWire? That's true. I could admit to anything right now. That's true. So, that's where I'm at in the legal world. But I used to make so many mixtapes and stuff. I mean, the first rap song I remember listening to and being able to rap verbatim was Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. It's almost 15 minutes long, and I knew that song word for word. Fun fact, that was done in one take. 
I believe it. One take. I mean, that song, that's that's crazy to me. That's a great song. Long song, too. Yeah. It sounds like a group of guys just straight just rapping. Yeah. It's not old a cohesive school, yeah. song. They're all just telling their own individual like, yeah. stories. Yeah. So I could definitely see them walking in the booth like, all right, you want to <laughs> hop on? Like, I don't know. Um, it is what it is. I got familiar with the Drunk History series. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. There's one about the creation of that song. Mm. And it's basically exactly what you just described. Like, whoever like arranged it just like got a bunch of dudes and they were like here's the beat you know <laughs> do, do you think because that wasn't even like rap hadn't been established as a genre that's mm-hmm. one of like the first like rap songs in, like the 80s or 70s one of those i think too like because so that song came after the song good times by chic right i don't even know that song. i think I and so i i'm, I'm guessing that no rappers are light may have been one of the first songs to sample a, a different song and like use that in their in their um, uh, music and that's yeah. one thing I, I really uh, like oh, I like yeah. samples and I like hearing mm-hmm. original songs and hearing a sample or I like hearing a song and then being like oh this is the song that it sampled mm, yeah um, yes yeah a lot yeah. of like that's how I started listening to A Tribe Called Quest because one of J. Cole's favorite albums that he made for me, Born Center, he samples them on a couple songs. And then like I was like, oh, this is where this is sampled from. You know, Kanye West uses a lot of samples. Um, I mean, a- that was his thing for mm-hmm. a minute. And um, I follow this YouTube, um, his Twitter page that like it'll show you the songs and I'll show you where it's sampled. Like one of the coolest things musically that just like blows my mind is Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar. If you play it backwards and slow it down, that's the intro to 24K by Bruno Mars. Mm. Huh. And that, to me, when I found that fact out, was like, who like heard that? Yeah. Or it's either the other way around. But it's like, who heard that? I'm going to flip it, Just like, slow it down, ooh. and this is what's going to happen. Like, Good Life by Kanye West T-Pain. Yeah. Sampled PYT. Like, it, by Michael Jackson. Like, it's so I, the, many different things. The band so I recommended in our first episode, I found out because Drake sampled them on some... On some cut from free smoke yeah, yeah 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 and then i was like i was listening and i was like this is or maybe maybe i was listening and then i heard it on like my discover weekly or something on spotify and i was like this is the it did it <laughs> and so you said to yourself yeah in the car by myself <laughs> yeah but you've known me long enough that's not, that's not a character for me no 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 i had a, I had a question to ask ask jay but i, 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 oh, I got a question no, to ask jay. Right, does yeah, it make yeah. you feel like does it make you not well, two questions. A, does it make you feel like smart and or excited to figure out samples like yourself? Like if you're listening to a song, you're like, oh, shit, this is that song. Like, do you get pumped up about that? Or are you just like, that's cool? It's more of a that's cool, but it's kind of exciting. I yeah. never feel smart. I just feel like I waste a lot of time listening to music. Because I listen to music a lot of the time. Like if mm-hmm. when I think about it, like truly, the amount of time I spend listening to music... I think yeah. about the amount of time I've been listening to the same songs. I need, like, ah, wow. You need to get Spotify because at the end of the year, each year, they give you a full breakdown. They mm-hmm. tell you how much you listen they do to. That on Apple you, music. They do that? Yeah, I have that for all the way back to 2017, 2016. Yeah. Last, year, I, last year, what I was really pumped up is I listened to like 1,600 new artists or something like wow. that. I I really try to like listen to it, just like just pick out random people and just like listen to that. I was really pumped about that. No. I don't know how many hours of music I listen to. That's not. I it was a lot, but <clears throat> in a given day, I say I listen to upwards of like four to six hours worth of music. Mm-hmm. I used to sleep. I think, but I think my last year's data was skewed a little bit because I'd fall asleep with music playing, uh, and it would just you know keep playing all night. Yeah. So like you know, yeah. can't really take that data. It's uh oh no it's interesting though I feel like there's music for every mood when I feel aggressive like there's music rapping about robbing and murdering people that I like when I on feel your way chill, to nine to five <laughs> on the way to class at eight a.m. Um, there's music that like just really chill vibes I enjoy pretty mellow music I mean I I even Ooh. have like a go to depression album when I'm in a depressive episode I listen to Goblin by Tyler the Creator it doesn't help it doesn't uplift me yeah. it just makes me sadder yeah. and I like that. Here, I don't, when I when I go through like why do you like that when I get sad yeah. I listen to sadder music to make me sadder. But but why? Like, wh- sometimes what does just, that do for sometimes you? Sometimes you just need to be sad. It doesn't. But I mean, sadder I, than what you are originally. Uh, maybe it's not even like maybe you can agree with this too. But it's like I, it's not that I want something to make me more sad. But it's like sometimes you just need something to resonate with. If it's, it's the like, mood that I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Like, that's why I feel like I like Future so much. Because, I mean, yeah, he does talk about, like, uh, money, women, cars, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And flexing chains and all that. But he also talks about a lot of depression, loss, um, drug use, and all the things that, like, make him feel bad. Yeah. And sometimes I resonate with what he's saying. And, like, some Drake, some Drake songs I resonate with what he's saying in terms of, like, being sad and your mistakes and the things that you've done and how that reflects on who you are as a person. So yeah, uh, yeah. like my favorite, one of my favorite feature songs is Throwaway. Cause I mean, at the first half of the song, it's like he's just a regular rap song talking about all oh, women are this, that, and the other. And then the woman that he's talking about is nothing to him. By halfway through to the end of the song is kind of destroying him mentally. And it's in terms of depression, it makes him really sad. And that's mm-hmm. the only person he thinks about, no matter who the other woman is that he's with. That's yeah. all she thinks about. Yeah. But I mean, also, you got, there's a lot of things. Hey Ya by Outkast, mm-hmm. that's a very depressing song. The beat doesn't match what the lyrics say. The lyrics are talking about how modern relationships do we stay with people because we're uncomfortable being by ourselves? Or do we stay with people because we actually like them? That's what he's talking about through the whole song. And he even he that. even says they're not gonna listen. He pretty much says they're not gonna listen to what I'm saying. They're gonna hear the beat and think this is a really good song. <laughs> like he's saying that at the call out at the end. But like that's the, just the song. It's really if you read the lyrics, like yeah. it's really depressing. Like it's really sad. Yeah. Like I urge you to, to actively listen <laughs> yeah. to that song because I mean it. I had to listen to it today to be I like, need to, wow. Yeah. I, like, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't listened to that song since like it would have. Not, when did it come out? Mid two thousands? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. have listened to it since we were like ten or eleven years old, and at that time I was just like, "It does it sound cool?" Like, so I, I wasn't really. That song has been used so. so often, like for um, parties and like graduations and like just and uplifting videos. Like, I mean, <laughs> I believe I can fly was used for all those things. Too. <laughs> okay, that's 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 a sad song. I know, that's but, like, but, <laughs> but it's kind of the person behind it and everything yeah. that's writing it. That's super sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it only it only came about, and I found this out because Outkast posted a meme, and it was it's one of these memes where like I don't know, you can't describe a visual meme on a podcast yeah. while you're hearing well, it with my voice. The, like this part of it is like this, this yeah. and then this, the and you, like of, yeah. they do it on movies. Yeah, but, like this is one of the best songs ever, and then the last like bulk of it is this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. And I was going through the uh, comments and stuff, and I, and I was reading it, it was like, yeah, this song is sad. And I listened to it and read the lyrics, and I was like, wow, this song is really sad. <laughs> Never realized that. It's just that. over a very happy beat. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I even rewatched the video. There's a casket in like the middle of the stage, and I never noticed that. I'm just paying attention to Andre 3000, dancing and stuff all over the stage and stuff, and it's like, it's actually really sad. So, question. Does that illustrate just the, the the genius of that song's writers and like producers to say we have this this song idea where we're going to have an uplifting happy beat but then like subtly put in these sad lyrics i mean and i think make it work you're making an assumption that you think the they're are you saying that they're they were intentionally trying to deceitful seems like a, a too aggressive of a word but they were like trying to not trick people but like maybe i mean yeah like, yeah yeah maybe yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. his call out he's yeah. like these people are gonna like i'm not this isn't verbatim what he's saying but he's basically saying the people are gonna hear the beat of the song and like how it goes and be happy without like hearing what i'm actually saying because you know the beat and i mean a lot of things a lot of, a lot of, we base a lot of music based off of the beat and stuff yeah. like that. Producers deserve a lot more it's credit. Just so impressive I mean, to I've, I've, listened, it's just yeah. I've listened to a lot of songs. I if okay, I firmly believe that nobody is a diehard Pitbull fan. <laughs> nobody Mr. Worldwide three and I guarantee you we can I would be happy to make this a part of the podcast, but I guarantee you that if you read through some of the lyrics that this fool has, like you would have no idea. Like it's songs you've heard, but I guarantee you you're you like it's some stuff that you would never have expected him to have said. Like Like it's deep? No, or it is makes it just no sense. It's like oh. the worst shit ever. Pitbull lyrics are horrible. And I guarantee you, even if somebody was like, Yeah, Pitbull's my favorite artist, they don't know what he's saying. They're just like, it's Dave. I mean, there are rappers that Miami. I know that just say <laughs> random stuff. Like, there's a big shot in lyric that was like, I'm about to make my secretary a millionaire. I'm going to call her a military. What is that? <laughs> like, what, like, what is that? Like, call her a military. I, I think everyone knows about that very, very suspect 
Biggie Smalls bar. Like, I don't know. That's, that's really, really weird to me. I don't know. There, there are a lot of things that rappers have said, and I'm just like, huh? What? Um, yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I want to know now, who who are the songwriters <laughs> of Hey Ya? That little tidbit? Yeah, I pulled up a list of uh, Pitbull's 10 worst lyrics. I'll, I'll be happy to read a couple for you. Yes, y'all. please I mean, okay. do. Do they top one of Dr. Dre's lyrics? <laughs> but never catch me slip, because if I'm slipping, then I'm slipping. Your man just left. I'm the plumber tonight. Let me check your pipes. Oh, you're the healthy type. Well, here goes some egg whites. Oh, oh God. Ah, <laughs> oh, I get it. That's Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Oh, God. That's disgusting. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, this doesn't make any fucking sense. S is for the sex. E for the E in X. Forget about your X. Y, because baby, I'm up next. B for your best. O for the one, because I'm down. Y, YOLO, done. Wait, what does that spell? What, what was the spelling again? Sexy body. <laughs> uh, let's see. This, this is so bad. Yours truly, blow, blah, blah, blow. Real lyric that he said. <laughs> Me not working hard? Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square and take a picture of me with a Kodak. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He starts that song like that. <laughs> That's how that song starts. Wait. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. Here you go. This is from a song called I Know You Want Me. Mommy got an ass like a donkey with a monkey. Look like King Kong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Pitbull should stop making music and just start rapping. Well, I mean, that's still making music, but okay. Yeah. This one isn't funny, but I, I I'm just gonna read it anyways. Yeah, we like to party, and I like to fuck to drunken love. Beyonce, do your thing. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, feel free to read. A weird <laughs> song to like put in your playlist. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry for the quick detour, um, but I just. Sometimes I think about Pitbull, and you just got to talk about it. But there are so many different artists that make way worse music than Pitbull and say a lot worse things than Pitbull. For sure, yeah. In my opinion. Uh, this is rapper. His name is YNJ, and he has an album or mixtape, whatever you call it, called Coochie Land. <laughs> And all the songs have coochie in the title in some way. Like, there, it doesn't get way worse. It doesn't get... There, 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 music can be really bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really oh, bad. Just, yeah. Music yeah. can be really bad. What's you know? Okay, what's the most recent... I, I have two things that I think would be kind of fun to do. One of them, now that I just thought of, what's the most recent, like, artist or, like, album or song that you listen to that you were just, like, disappointed in? Like, maybe you expected uh, more from yeah. them, but you were just like, this is just... Man, this is huh. dog shit. Okay, well, it's levels to disappointment, though. Sorry. I break everything <laughs> down a lot further than it's supposed to be. Which is the because, most recent one? Because, like, um, this dude, Young and Ace and these guys, they remix Pocket Full of... Wait, is it Pocket Full of Sunshine? No, it's un, I think it's unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. Mm-hmm. And the song is catchy, super catchy. But it's only about them talking about who they've murdered. It's called Who I Smoke. But it's over Natasha Bedingford's The Unwritten. It's unwritten. And that song is about hope, persevering, turning over a new page. Like, the rest is still unwritten. What was it? The guidance counselor from my school in elementary school came to our class and played that music video for us. Yeah, that sounds like a guy in the school. Like, I kept know. singing, and she kept telling me to shut yeah, up. <laughs> Every person that I know that went to a guidance counselor in middle school or high school ended up, like, the guidance counselor being like, all right, you should, like, talk to a therapist or something. So, like, I'm just like, what, what? are you there for? Obviously, yeah, what kind of guidance can they actually give you? Our- oh, they're supposed to tell you about how to get into college and what you're supposed to be oh. doing, yeah. I guess, as well. They're, I don't know. Shout but, out to high school and middle school guidance counselors. So is that... Uh, is that your uh, is that your answer? Is that the most recent music project that disappointed you? Song, yeah. But I'll go through Apple Music real quick. I, I got listened two. to two albums okay. today. Well, DJ looking... Khaled's album. <laughs> <coughs> DJ Khaled's new album 
is someone that puts on everything, every piece of their clothing is designer, but the outfit's trash. <laughs> That's DJ Khaled's new album. Fair enough. It's only high-profile rappers and artists, that, but it's garbage. Remember that weird, like... You feel like year-long period where like he was one of like the biggest internet person. We the best. Yeah. Major key. Major key. And everybody's like, oh shit. Another one. He, he, he's dropping mad facts on Snapchat. You gotta follow him. <laughs> we were following his weight loss journey to where he never lost a pound. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well I got two I got two projects recently <laughs> that really disappointed me. Firstly He didn't lose a pound? <laughs> he probably lost a pound. I'm sure, I'm sure I could lose a couple. Oh, someone's calling me from St. Louis. I don't know who that is. Though. Uh, so I'm not maybe watch you. Maybe. Should have sent me an email or a text before yeah. provoking yeah. calling me. Yeah. Well, Do right. a voice so, right. so two projects. Greta Van Fleet's newest album. I had high hopes for. Greta Van. Ooh. Yeah, their first L- their first EP is up there, which was okay. good. Just some context in our in our common room here. Mr. Sweet has set up a wall of vinyls uh, uh, that are just behind the, the couch. And so record wall. Greta, Greta Van Fleet yeah. is the band. Yeah, everybody, the everybody has been comparing them. They sound like they sound like Led Zeppelin a lot. Um, and everybody, this is their second full-length album. Um, and everybody was just, I was hoping that they'd do their own thing, but they still just sound like Led Zeppelin, but yeah. just not as good. So. Uh. That really disappointed me. I don't even remember. It was called like The Open Gates or something. It's bad. Don't mm, listen to it. Okay. Um, and then another one, this band I really like called Lake Street Dive. They're kind of like a neo-soul band. Uh-huh. Uh, their most recent project. Uh, I got really upset because the way I listen to music now, as y'all know, is I'll just put on an album and listen to it all the way through. And so I put on this one on a drive home because it was like the exact length. And the first song right out of the gate was the strongest song. And it was it's groovy. It's a song called Hypotheticals. It's phenomenal. Mm. And then just the next like 10 or 11 songs were just all mid. And I was just, you know, driving down the road just like, I'm really doing this, aren't I? But yeah, so that, that album was not good. The song is good. The yeah. song's good. Yeah. The album's bad. Yeah, I don't have any. I So when it comes to newer albums, I'm just always behind. When it comes to music, just generally, I'm, I'm an old soul, some might say. And so I'm just, I never have any takes on newer works because I just don't know what they are as of right now. So, or like even um, like a even like a maybe an album you'd heard about you listened to and you didn't like it. Uh, or a song you listened to and you didn't like it. Or an artist well, so recently, that yeah, somebody recommended. No, so the most recent album I've like listened to full through that I heard was like not going to be good was uh, Big Sean's latest album, uh, Detroit Two. It was pretty good actually. I thought so, um, but. Uh, that was last fall, so um, uh, don't listen to Big Sean. He says a lot of weird lines. <laughs> Quote: I'm not gonna say the expletive part, but I'm Quagmire. I sleep with women. I giggity get. I get money. I giggity get it. <laughs> no. Hey man, him and Pitbull should make, it, uh, should make a song together. I can't rock with that one. The only thing I know about yeah. Big Sean is whenever he was dating Ariana Grande and everybody was making those memes that she looked like she was like four years old and he was like <laughs> like an adult or something like I don't know. It was it was weird memes. It was weird memes. Yeah. There was there was one time so I was I was an intern um For Big two Sean? no, no two oh. years ago in the summer. Um and one of the ladies that worked there described Big Sean as a quote thug rapper. Um uh, she's Black, mind you, at that. Oh, so, she's black and black. she said that. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think he would qualify as what you think that he... Like, I don't know what that is, first of all, but... Because um, <laughs> I was immediately going to say, oh, she just probably heard a black person rapping. No, like no, this is, this is a black woman from Detroit, probably, mind you. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I was just like, yeah, he's just a thug rapper. And I was like, what are you... Okay, all right, whatever, whatever. But all right. I don't want to pull your card because you're from the area. <laughs> yeah. I have some questions yeah. to ask. Quick follow-up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what gives you the right? <laughs> I want to know what you think thug music is. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I yeah. Know. I don't think people are uh, Here's Kirk Franklin. playing drive-bys, <laughs> listening to Big Sean, doing drive-bys, listening to Big Sean, planning on robbing people, yeah. listening to Big... I don't want to hear anyone on the corner listening <laughs> to Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay by Big Sean. Like, <laughs> I was about to say, when, when, like, if, you were to, if a drive-by did occur on you, 
we're close to a place where somebody could drive by. If somebody was to drive up right drive now. Drive by could be done to you anytime, that's anywhere. True. But, anywhere, yeah. So say somebody was to drive up on us right now. What is the last song you would want to hear, like, playing? Like, what would be, like, what would take the most, like, the most, like, the biggest toll on you for just, like, fuck, they shot me up and they were playing Let It Go from the Frozen soundtrack? Celine Dion. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing my, my heart. heart going it's like they got it, some it, sassy shooters like in that car. Yeah, no, yeah. but it's so sad. Like, damn, they're just like <laughs> <laughs> they, this is some people shooting you that they didn't yeah, want to do like, it. Like, <laughs> I'm imagining that they're driving away. They're all crying. Tears. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't want to do that. <laughs> well, they had to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got murdered in a drive-by, and the last song I heard was Crazy Frog. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ever, oh, no, ever think about I used to think about this a lot my uh, Dixieland delight sorry what's oh, up God. there what's up there with that this yeah um I used to think I'm sorry this is a terrible thing to say but if they're driving by on me with Dixieland delight and I'm bleeding out on the pavement I'm gonna think Shouldn't this have had some rope involved? Oh, God. I, that's what I was, I was starting to say something like that, and I was like, maybe I should. It's not my plan. I'm going to think. That's what I'm going to think. That's your last thought? Like, where's the rope? Like, what, what, what does happen here? What's the. I don't know. Many uh, country boys doing drive bys. Country boys. But I know what the country boys have done to black folk in the past. I used no. to think about this sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about it most after, so I got rear ended and my car got totaled when I was senior in high school. And so then after that, I started thinking about because I used, you know, sometimes you're just riding. Maybe like you're in the car with somebody else, and like you found some weird ass song. You're like, I want to play this for you. It's kind of funny or something. Yeah. I used to like actively try to not play those songs in my car because I was like, what if I get hit and I'm in a horrible accident, but for some reason my car radio stays on, and then like the paramedics are trying, like my legs are both broken and Crazy Frog is playing, and they can't shut it off. It's like from my car, and then I have to feel like I have to explain that while they're like, while you're, yeah, yeah, no. we're, they're just screaming like we're gonna have Take to amputate, and it's like playing Crazy Frog in the background. Like I used to think about that a lot. I, just, I need to. I'm, like, I'm in excruciating pain, but it's, I'm so sorry. It was a joke. Hey, man, I don't care if they got the jaws of life they're gonna hear that teardrop on my guitar right there. you're gonna hear it yeah. i used to think about this sometimes all right i have a i have a potential thing that we could do okay Clo- to sort of close out the podcast Discord act as our rec section if y'all are into it yeah we can go through maybe four or five different like moods and each one of us recommend an artist or an album or a song that we'd like to listen to associated with that mood is that something i'll be into or no uh, I can try. I feel like I would probably be lacking here because I don't know. Really I mean, if you, if you don't want to do it, we don't have to do it. <clears throat> no, I mean, yeah, we, we can try it out. Yeah, you can always edit that, it and, and you know, sure, I yeah. cut it. Yeah, so um, I'm down to try it. You can get it going. So, so, someone texted me. I know it's coming down to the wire for finals and such, and I'm just sitting here with a mic in my face. Like, what <laughs> finals are you talking about? <laughs> I'm making a podcast <laughs> for the last month of my college career. Like, oh. One of my best friends from back home is in a final right now. I'm just like, I don't know what type of life you live. And I haven't felt the stress of college in about a month. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, well, yeah, I'm down. I'll start. Depression, sadness. Depression, okay. I'm going to go, oh, I opened my phone to look at what this album's called. I'm going to go Goblin by Tyler Creator, the deluxe version. Okay. It's not for the faint of heart, but I've been listening to that album through and through since I was in like seventh or eighth grade. Okay. Funny story to watch Tyler, the Creator, be a teenager, homophobic. And to come out as a, a bisexual or possibly gay man later in life is an interesting journey to watch an, an artist go through. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll start with <clears throat> Goblin and um, Juice World's first album, Goodbye and Good Riddance. Okay. It is, I think it's pretty good, sad, with sad tracks and stuff like that. Some uplifting, happy stuff, but some sad stuff in there too. All right. What are your, what are your depression tracks? TP. Uh, my depression tracks or music or just any yeah. like artist, An artist album, album or song. Artist song yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, this is this is a tough one for me. Um. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What's a song that you have been in a bad mood and didn't make you feel any better, but it kind of might have made you feel worse, or it kept you in the mood. 
have anything for you, man. <laughs> I don't I don't have oh, anything. Yeah. If you're hurt, I'll take Tyrus' slot. Yes, there if we go. If you're hurt, <laughs> you you you're experiencing some emotional turmoil. <laughs> Maybe a partner is involved. Throwaway by Future, the song Throwaway. Okay. It is a excellent song. Five minutes, got a beat switch in there. Make sure make sure make sure have some feelings towards the end. Like that. All right, if we're talking depression, I say luckily, this is something that I had to deal with recently. Luckily, I know something off the top. Yeah, off the top, because it happened recently. Um, The album Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers this past year, I I bumped pretty hard. Uh, But maybe it's not the right idea. I was listening to it quite a bit this last year. Um, Just slow indie slow indie album should have won some grammys but it didn't doesn't matter grammys don't matter uh and then there's this um like what a sentence should have won this thing they don't matter <laughs> yeah, i just felt the need to it, a lot if people are in the music scene then it was a whole thing she was nominated for like six grammys and didn't win any of them yeah and some other not great albums won it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the grammys um, the grammys don't matter that's what i'm saying yeah so and then uh there's this there's this other she's kind of like a Mainly, she's more of a producer than she is like an artist. Uh, her name's Gia Margaret. Mm. She's got two albums out right now. She just does a lot of like sampling, like kind of lo-fi, um, uh, electronic music. And then there's a uh, guitarist called Nito, N-I-T-O. Uh, he makes re- like really short, uh, like lo-fi guitar stuff, and it it uh, those are all good depression tracks. I think. Lo-fi hip hop beats. Yeah, ish. Yeah, all right. Um, great study music. Sorry, yeah. that's not a mood. All right, next next mood. I'd say like the week, like a weekend mood, like an uplifting mood, like not relaxing, but like a little bit above that. Just like candy by Cameo. <laughs> In the stone by Earth, Wind, Fire. Yeah. Or a dang, what did they? Someone just died upstairs. I think they're doing uh, those agility ladder moves up there. But they're moving out in preparation oh, okay. for. Blame it on the boogie. <clears throat> That's a good one. Oh, yeah. that brings up uh, all oh. the bay we've been having, which yeah. can be saved for a different podcast episode. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Um, I think but... funk music is hard to miss yeah. on a weekend. Yeah. 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 So it's it's outstanding it's happy, by the Gap Band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a week a weekend mood track. Or a weekend, yeah. I think uh, Friday you just finished up your stuff. You're getting in the car maybe to go pick up some stuff. Um, yeah, you know, for the weekend you're about to go pick up some drinks and then come back. Sun is shining. What are you playing? Natasha Bang for a written. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a strong one. That's yeah, that's a strong one. one. A lot. That's a strong just one. fine. Mary J. Blige, great Ooh. song. And the sun came out or Argentina by Gunna. Okay. Great strong songs. Um, sun's. I'm thinking. Riding with the windows down, sun's out. It's just cruising on the way to some fun plans, or mm-hmm. I got some fun plans planned on that night. Yeah, that's probably what I'm listening to. Yeah. Okay. You got anything, TP, or we just? I mean, I'm I'm a, a big fan of Al Green. That's a good that's a good artist to Love put on a Friday afternoon. Ooh, Love, uh, I haven't listened to Love and Happiness in years. Ooh, wait, no, I got I got a recommendation for a. Uh, an album. It's called Madaho uh-huh. by Kalita and the Super Yamba Band. Okay. Phenomenal album. To, it's it's funk. What's the name of it again? Madaho. Madaho. M e d a h o. Okay. It's very good funk album. Okay. Um. I think I played it for us over the weekend. Okay. Uh, I at least played a song. Yeah. I just I can't get enough of it. Oh, I have a album recommendation. It is what it is by Thundercat. It did with a Grammy. Yeah. You did it on a great yeah. Deservedly so. That's a great album. <laughs> My Thunder favorite Cat's song sick. is Dragon Ball Do Rag. Mm. Thundercats fantastic. Uh yeah. and then one more one more mood you want to suggest. I think we both suggested one. I haven't done like happy, sad. Happy, depressed. sad, depressed. Um Maybe just say like a or like a time of day or a scenario type thing. I think yeah. you don't relate to that mood if you don't. Okay, like yeah, no. Bad. So um could you say like maybe like a what's a good like late night album okay. or like artist to to All have right. playing? Because there's yeah. a such thing as night music. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, for sure. Really yeah, like for sure. Yeah. yeah, I used to exclusively exclusively listen to like trap music like at night. Really? Well, like that's whenever I first got into it, I only listened to it at night because like interesting for some reason the daylight made me not want to listen to it. <laughs> I think about it the other way. I think about it as the daylight <laughs> music. 
And then I listened to like more like slow like future Drake type things. Yeah. Well, I never listened to like no. the high energy like trap stuff. Like unless when, we're going first, to a part, unless we're getting ready pre gaming or for a party or something. I would mean like I mean the first like trap music I got into was like Bryce and Tiller, and mm. that's late. That's music. not trap music. Okay, well then, never mind. <laughs> trap music is, or there's such thing as trap beats, but music about trapping is about selling drugs. Ah, so the type of music I make. Yeah, but Bryson Tiller, that's R&B. I, that's funny, I guess yeah. you call it trap soul. I would say, yeah, but his first album was that. Yeah. Um, I think my That's f- definitely a night out. My first, I got, uh, I got two wrecks. Uh, Your Hero Is Not Dead. It's an album by a guy called Westerman. Uh, it's a very good album. Got into that recently. Um, and then just an artist called Sun Little. He's very good. He makes a lot of... It's definitely... It's not like the late night, like... It is It is late night music, but like it's a definitely a specific mood of like late night. Yeah. Like you have to... It's a, the type of stuff I'd put on if I felt accomplished for the day. Okay. <clears throat> like put that on. Yeah. Kind of listen to that. Yeah. And then I got I got another album to recommend for the last one because I forgot about it, but it's an album I could not stop listening to last year. It's called um, "What's Your Pleasure" mm. by Jesse Ware. It's like kind of a it's a disco album that got released last year, but it's phenomenal. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are my recs. Late time music, night nighttime music. I'm gonna go "What a Time to Be Alive" by Drake and Future, 2015, mm. minus. Big Rings and Jumpman, but everything else, that's nine <laughs> albums. That, that, those are two Jump, party songs. Yeah. Yeah, Jumpman at one in the morning when you're sitting in your room by yourself would be interesting. <laughs> but not those nine other songs are solid. Actually, I, this song maybe has one miss. This song is this album to me is at least ten out of eleven. It's and a that's very fantastic strong album to me. Um, that's a that's a good late night run album. Um, I'll say uh, I don't know how many people. Late, late night run. Kind of a different breed, guys. He, yeah, he's just yeah. Late I'd night say runs. views, views as well by Drake. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of Drake music, but I'll go with views. I would think I would, or I think I would offer up um, Astro World as a good late night Ooh, album. That's a good vibe um, that I would put forward. So uh, for me, so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a fun day the first time I listened to that album because I listened yeah. to. Astroworld came out the same day that what was it Scorpion? It was one of Drake's albums, and then Mac Miller as well mm. released, released his last album. Mm. And now all three, like all three of those albums, to me could have won a Grammy. Mm. But yeah, all of them over Drake. Drake's album was the worst of the three. Yeah, Scorpion was not um, great. Yeah. Astroworld was a, is a great project. A great, yeah, as a whole. yeah. Oh, I got late it. night, Mac Miller swimming. Yep. Great late night album. I got another one. I just remembered. Uh, it's called Lotus Vivendi by a rapper called O Seven O Shake. Another, another good late night run album <laughs> for all my late night runners out there. I hear you. We're not crazy, contrary to popular belief. But I have okay. One my my last thing that I'll say as far as moods go. Yeah, what give, is give us your go to like. There's, if you're at a party, what's a song that you want to hear? Or let's say two songs that you want to hear like okay. at a party. Okay. And I have two songs varying on different genders. All right, well, you, you go first. You go first. I suppose I pose a question. I'm not supposed <laughs> to go first. I'll let you go. I, have, I, have, I know one song I want to hear. Okay. I've, I've mentioned it before. Um, Unwritten by Natasha <laughs> Bangfield. The song it just slaps. I mean, you can't go wrong listening to it. Sober. Not, yeah. It's just a great song, and it makes mm-hmm. you feel very good, in my opinion, about mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, similar to that in in that realm, just like fun songs for like everybody to really get into. I'll give I'll give one of those, and then one like mm-hmm. hard like song, like you know, to party to. But pretty much, uh, something you should know about the three of us. I think I can speak for all three of us, but I'll use up my slot for this. Billy Joel. Play us some Piano Man. Play us some For the Longest Time. Sing us the song yeah. of the Piano Man. Gotta hear that. Gotta hear that at a party. Sing us a song. Uh, at a party. Um, once again, I don't really don't really care, honestly. Damn, like, <laughs> yeah. What do you listen to? I'll give you one. You know, I, I'll, I'll, cover for, I'll cover for you in this one. This like, is something, that, time, something okay. that Tyra said to me while we were all... I won't say partying on Saturday, but we were all hanging out, um, playing like music. Yeah. It, it was it was an afternoon party, 
Um, we talked about Ooh, Modern Love by David Bowie. Oh, okay. That doesn't have to be your go-to, but that's an idea for you. Okay. Yeah. We talked a day about long party. A day long party. Yeah. I'll go for the longest time. It'd be my tired song. <laughs> all the pre-games that we do. I count the pre-game as part of the party because yeah. that's the best night of the part of the night. Oh yeah, usually. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I can just if you just if you make the if you make the pre-game the game you can get in bed like, straight after. Yeah. But um. For my other one, I'll say. March Madness. I love March Madness. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll go Finito by Chief Keef. Okay. Ooh, yeah. That one okay. always is okay. a real hard stepper. Yeah, I think we should have this uh, this podcast be titled, like, Tyrus has poor, not poor, but, like, <laughs> he knows very little with music knowledge. He knows. just. <laughs> I'm going to title it Tyrus' supreme music knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Tyrus is a music settler. He settles on the music that he listens to. Fair this is fine. I'll listen to this. It's just slide whistle compilation. He doesn't need anything better. This is fine. This is, this is this is what I, yeah, this He's is got other I'm things at. on his mind. This is where I'm at. Yeah. Right, and with that, I think uh, we just crossed over the hour mark. So, uh, good thank, place to wrap up. Good, fantastic place to wrap up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, got to know you guys a little bit more music wise. So, I enjoyed Not that. me. Well, I, I got to know this. I realized that your music knowledge is so poor. That's yeah. why I learned. So limited. It's so limited. And shit, we only yeah. have a week and a half. We could have been spending these past three years. In, yeah. Know. Why not figure this out after three years? Yeah. I guess you've never been on the ox. No. And you're no. in your own car. You no. give it up who's ever in the past. Yeah. You never requested a song to me. There's a reason now, for all, all this. These things, there's, there's a reason coming in together. All these dots. Oh my god. You never requested a song when all of them, Yogs. Like, oh. Good, good night, America. Good night. Yeah. Uh.